0: I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Hey there, sweet teacher. I won't put you through any more torture listening to my singing today. Just wanted to start out by asking you, are you feeling joyful at this present moment in time? This is the end of our school year, and it can be stressful and emotional on many different levels, but my hope for you is that you will finish this year with joy. Which brings us to part two in our series designed to help you end this year by planning ahead for the next one. If you aren't joyful, we can use this time of ending to reflect and take action to increase our joy and therefore our abilities to impact our students. In part one, go back there and listen if you haven't, we reflected on our year and assessed where we are. In today's episode, Eliminate, we will talk about how to eliminate excess in our teacher lives and really dig down to decide what is important and what isn't. If taking some items off of your daily teacher to-do list sounds like heaven on earth and is something that can really increase your joy, you have to go through today's exercise with me. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker. And you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, beautiful, smart, passionate, and talented teacher friend, Tony here, welcoming you today and thanking you for being here for part two of our four-part Finish with Joy series. Before we get into the meat of today's episode, I have to share some joy of mine with you, and that is a recent review left by Gabby Garcia. Gabby, if you are listening, wow, this one brought a tear to my eye and was definitely one of those things I shared with my entire family. This is what Gabby had to say. Her review was so thorough and so long. It was incredible. So I'm going to shorten it down just a bit here. Gabby said, the strategies that teacher Tony shares are easy to implement, engaging, and have absolutely transformed my classroom. I felt compelled to leave this review after my last evaluation. She goes on to tell a story about how she used one of the strategies I shared to really impress her principal. She said that after her evaluation, her principal said... Gabby, seriously, wow, you are truly doing an amazing job. Thank you, Teacher Tony, for making my first year teaching feel like such a success. Gabby, I am so proud of you, and this is absolutely my goal in life, and that is to impact teachers so they can enjoy and feel successful and happy in what they're doing. Wow, that gave me the chills. Thank you, Gabby, and thank you to all the listeners who take time out of their hectic schedules to leave a review. That helps me be discovered by more and more teachers. So if you feel like this is worth your time, please leave a review so others can and discover it too. Now that I've gotten that off my heart, let's think about our topic today, which is eliminate for joy. I am so excited about today's topic because it brings together two of my passions. Of course, I am a classroom teacher just like you. I love what I do. It brings me so much joy. But on the side, in my free time, I like to dig down into the entrepreneurial space, the business side of things. And today, I am going to share secrets of the entrepreneur world and how to eliminate excess in order to be high-performing, less stressed out, and more impactful in our careers entrepreneurs and business owners use secrets that we need to know about and today I'm happy to share them with you as we talk about eliminating for joy. I know the thought of saying goodbye to something you do every day is probably making you nervous. You are probably thinking to yourself what I often think to myself when I go through this process of looking at what I'm doing and trying to get rid of some of it. You're saying, but I have to do this. I have to do that. This is important. I can't stop doing it. The world will fall apart. I just have so many things to do and so little time to do it. Well, as your teacher friend, let me tell you, that is a big fat lie that you've told yourself for way too long. And to demonstrate this idea, I'm going to tell you a little story about karate. Since my girls were little tiny babies, I dreamed of putting them in karate class. We had this motivational speaker visit our school one day, and he just happened to be a karate instructor. His story and his energy was so contagious, and even back then, although my girls were too small, I always said I could not wait to put them in karate. It would teach them so many important skills, self-confidence, hand-eye coordination, and of course, the ability to defend themselves. Every girl in today's society needs that, right? So when the youngest girl, Chrissy, finally turned four, they were able to start karate class. Now, it's pretty expensive and requires us to do a lot of extra running around, but it was so, so important. And of course, they absolutely loved it. Sometimes they would whine as we got into the car to go, but my motherly instinct just knew this was what was best for my little girls. Well, flash forward to this past December, and I suddenly happened upon two extra children in my home to care for and to love and to nurture, one of which was another girl at five years old who joined karate as well. Well, suddenly the karate bill was a little too much for mommy and daddy to handle, and getting four kids out each Wednesday evening versus two kids out was much, much more difficult. So I had this small idea in my mind, what would happen if we stopped going to karate? Of course the world would fall apart, right? My girls wouldn't get that interaction they needed and that self-confidence and those defense mechanisms they were learning. It would just crush my dreams and soul if they couldn't go to karate. But wouldn't it be easier to save that big karate bill money and stay home on Wednesday evenings? It really would. So I decided to involve my girls in this decision and ask them what they thought. I said, Reagan, Chrissy, Danielle, what if we couldn't go to karate class anymore? I was prepared for the biggest tears and cries and no's. But what I got instead was, ah, that'd be fine, mom. I'd like to stay home anyway and play outside. And so from that moment, what a big eye opener for me. Karate wasn't the big, huge deal I had made it out to be. It was stealing extra money and extra energy and wasn't giving the impact that I thought it was. And now we have a little more money in our pocket and more time to play outside this summer. Best of all, it was a good experience for my girls, but it wasn't as important to them as it was to me. So now I want you to apply this karate wake-up call to your teacher life. Specifically, I want you to think about your duties and responsibilities related to your career. I'm guessing that if you are feeling at all overwhelmed or stressed or just lacking some extra joy in your life, it's because you have let your duties and responsibilities pile up and steal away your happiness. This can happen without our permission and without us even noticing it, just like karate did me. It snuck in and pretended to be something so important when it was actually something I needed to eliminate to free up time and energy for other joy-creating activities and experiences. The truth is we are in control of our time and our focus, and we need to eliminate the excess in our lives to give room for the most important things. While you're hustling to do one thing that is not important to your teacher career, you're putting your best talents, passions, and important areas of impact to the side. We need to get into this mindset that our time as a teacher is precious. We don't have room for anything that is not creating the results that we want. The things that are not helping us reach our goals. Until you fully believe that with your whole heart, I don't want you to go through with today's exercise because it's all about eliminating the excess so that we can share our best assets with our students and within our career. So when you're ready to say goodbye to all of that extra stuff, set time aside to go through this exercise with me. And if you haven't already, make sure to grab your Finish With Joy workbook free over on the website. I will leave the link down in the show notes. Hopefully, you already have that on hand from doing exercise number one, joy-rooted reflection. So I hope you are seeing extra duties and responsibilities as evil and joy-stealing right now. They're taking away your energy, your time, your focus. We have to get them off our plate. We have to throw them away or maybe even delegate them to someone else. But they do not deserve our time and energy. So as I said earlier, I'm going to share some entrepreneur secrets with you today on how to get rid of these extra things and really get down to what is important to you. Which is why I want to share the 80-20 rule with you today. Maybe you've heard of this before, but if not, it's really been an eye-opening and wonderful experience for me to discover this for myself. And I know this can create big change for you as well if you really think about it and utilize this tool. So what is the 80-20 rule? Well, it's known as the Pareto Principle. It's an observation made in many areas from business to relationships, and it asserts that 80% of outcomes... Result from 20% of inputs for any given event. So what that means is 80% of the impact you're having only comes from 20% of the things that you are actually doing. In business, a goal of the 80-20 rule is to identify inputs that are potentially the most productive and make them the priority. So if we prioritize the things that we are doing and really bring forth our top 20% of duties and responsibilities that are creating this huge 80% chunk of the impact, we can start to see the things that are not important and the extra things that we're doing that are stealing away our happiness, our joy. The exercise that we are doing today is hopefully going to make this an easy process for you. I want you to identify your top 20% and really understand that that is the most important part of your career. These are the duties and responsibilities that need your attention, and the rest can possibly just go away or be given away to someone else. Entrepreneurs use this strategy to simplify their lives and take away all of the excess in order to do their best. And that is the one line I hope will stand out to you today. Excess steals away my best. All of the extra stuff steals away your passion, your joy, your time. So let's eliminate it and generate some new joy. Let's get to this exercise and let me walk you through this process. The first thing you will need to do is to take a look at your Eliminate for Joy workbook page and notice the three columns before, during, and after. I want you to take at least 10 to 15 minutes to really think through this and list all of your duties and responsibilities related to teaching. What do you do before work? What do you do during your workday and what are the extra stuff that you do after? List things like lesson planning, your responsibilities to help with a team, anything work related, any responsibility that is on your plate right now. So if you're going through this in real time, you may still be in the hustle and bustle of the classroom and this will be easy. But if you're finding this in the future, maybe you're on summer break or getting ready to return to the classroom, really think back to all that you had to do. This will take some time, so please don't get in a rush. We want to see the most of your duties listed. This can be a really eye-opening experience because sometimes we don't realize exactly how much we're doing until we write it down. If you need more room, which I assume you probably will, be sure to turn over to the back of the page and continue your list until it is complete. Feel free to pause and come back. But when you have finished that process of listing all of your duties and responsibilities, it is time to identify our top 20%. The first thing I want you to do is to go back to your three columns and count how many things you actually do related to your job when you have counted them all, write them on the little line that says total number. How many things are you doing? Now I want you to divide that number by five so that we can find how many duties are actually in your top 20%. Now if you come to an uneven number, just round it up or down We don't have to be really picky here. We just want a number that is close. So let's pretend that you had 100 duties related to your career and you divided those by five. So your top 20% is actually 20 items on your everyday to-do list. I'm more of a reading teacher, so I like to keep the math simple here. Don't judge me. So in our hypothetical situation of 100 duties, that means that only 20 of those things are actually creating 80% of the impact we're having in our career. Now that we realize that only 20 of those 100 things are actually creating 80% of the impact, we need to decide which of our items are the most important. So on the little clipboard in your workbook page, I want you to write numbers 1 to 20 or 1 to however many you have decided is your top 20%. Now in this portion, I don't want you to be really nitpicky. The most important thing is that you just complete the exercise, but we're going to go back and look at all of your tasks now and try to order them from one to however many, starting with the most important. What are the most important things that you do related to your career? What can no one else but you get done? Ask yourself, what is driving my joy and the impact I'm having on my students? And when looking at some of the items, ask yourself, what would happen if I stopped doing this today? What is the worst that could happen? So take your time, really focus in, and on that clipboard or on another page, if you need more room, list your top 20% of duties that are having 80% of your impact. Just a side note, this will change constantly as you get better as a teacher, as your situations in the classroom change. But once you have this list completed, I want you to decide that these items are sacred. This is your top 20% that is creating 80% of your impact. Nothing else deserves to sneak in and steal these things away. Now, once you have created this sacred list of your responsibilities and duties, I am going to take you a step further And challenge you today to eliminate some of the other things on your list. Since you've identified what is most important, you may still have a few things that are sort of in the middle for you. You're not sure, but without a doubt, you should be able to look at your list and decide today that some of it needs to be eliminated. It needs to go away and stop stealing away your best self, your best teacher self. On your workbook page, you will see a little ripped piece of paper next to a garbage can. Go back through your list right now, and I challenge you to list five things that you can trash right now in this moment. The thing is, you can go through this exercise and say, well, I'm going to start eliminating these extra things sometime, you know, but when you take action immediately, you are going to feel so much happier. You're going to feel instant joy when you go back to your life and realize you have extra time to focus. So decide today. I challenge you. You can do this to eliminate at least Five of the things on your list. Can you do it? I think so. Write them on the ripped up sheet of paper, and this is your mind saying, I am throwing away these things today. After this process of immediately deciding to eliminate, take action to get rid of those immediately, but consider the rest of the things left on your list. Work on getting rid of those to increase your joy and happiness as soon as possible. Sometimes it's a lot harder than just saying, I'm going to stop doing that. With the karate story, I had to get up the nerve to contact the karate instructor to let them know. It took me a few days, but turns out it was no big deal to them either. They have plenty of students and they told us to come back whenever we were ready. So look at your list and decide how you can eliminate some things. Can you say bye-bye really kindly? Can you delegate some tasks to someone else? Can you find help at home or with volunteers that can help take off some of your duties so that you can focus on more important things? Just keep your exercise from today and revisit it whenever you need to until you have eliminated as much as possible from your teacher life to focus on your top 20%. Before I stop yakking here, let me give you some final pieces of advice. Once you have eliminated a lot of this excess, remember that it can creep back in very easily. So I want you to promise that you will evaluate every possible addition to your list before adding it. Promise yourself that. Remember that excess steals away your best. In the end, that stress steals away not only your joy, but can also have a negative impact on your students as they see how happy their teacher is or how unhappy you are. So evaluate each and everything. When someone approaches you and asks you to do something extra, think about your top 20% and decide knowledgeably from there. And of course, revisit your list and this concept as often as possible, just to be sure you are truly doing what is most impactful in your teacher life. Sweet teacher, I hope you enjoy today's exercise and really follow through to eliminate for joy in your teacher career. You deserve to be doing what is making you passionate and happy, and your students definitely deserve the impact that that will bring. This is bye-bye for now, but I definitely hope you will join me for part three in our Finish with Joy series called Joy-Centered Design. We will take a close look at what's bringing us pain in our teacher life and create actionable solutions that will bring more joy to our life and our career as teachers. I hope that then you will continue in this process. But until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend.